the Mad Bab Wrinkle coming at you with another episode of Bad Ball Radio. Now, as we sit here today, we are looking at perhaps some of the biggest blunders I have ever seen two teams put together. And it is like each team is trying to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. So, where do we begin? Do we begin with Team Blue? And Rupert going for another massive dorm strategy and his team just seeming to just want to group together and begging, just begging for dorm rolls and mass checks and all of that. Or do we start with Team Red, who has bungled every opportunity to capitalize on that mistake? So I think we have to start with Team Blue. Team Blue is having a fundamental issue where they just can't seem to communicate a good dorm strategy. And you see this again. They almost got hit by the landmine demon combo. Something that would have been devastating. They could have been hit. They could have you could have had people auto-checked today from pull-ups into diapers. And then you could have had them bullied and checked or dorm checked. Well, not really dorm check because the dorm check wouldn't affect the diapers, but like you don't even have to need the dorm check. You could have them just bullied to get another person out. And then you could use regular checks to get the people in diapers out. And then that could have been a massive swing. So Blue needs to get on the same page with that. Now, Rupert now has access to the headspaces. And with access to the headspaces, he has been communicating like nobody else. And I thought he had a good plan. He was going to go for the Packer combo. The Packer combo could have been very effective. The Packer combo, in many ways, was effective. You know, they messed, and they traded off. But they didn't have anybody to force wets or anything like that. So, you know, in the end, you know, it's it, it's they had their, their two messes, and they got the extra players messy. But at the same time, you know, the Quantum was active. That neutralized some of the damage. But... Mostly the quantum this past round backfired for Team Red, but we'll get into that later. Um, we're going to focus on Team Blue and their missteps right now. So, and I don't like being critical, but like, let's be honest. You have the bad ball on the line, and you have the chance to really step ahead and not put yourself in a place of danger and take a commanding lead. And instead, what they did is they put themselves... In, in a very precarious position. And I think if you look at what happened with many of these players, they're still in a very bad position. You know, you can get a lot of checks. You can still see some eliminations, I believe, if you look at the uh, the players that are in diapers for Team Blue. They're, I think they believe there's a few of them that are vulnerable. So you could see a few bab slaves for Team Blue, but it's gonna be probably pretty devastating for Team Red. Um, and this has been Blue's strategy. It's been working because it's been going unchecked. 
but this is not a good strategy. They've been hit by the demon twice. They almost got hit by the landmine last night. It was just a missed meal. If they waited two seconds, they would have known the meal and everybody would have messed. It was just as simple as that. That's that they, The landmine got a little too hesitant. They didn't realize that the, the coach could talk him into a meal and make everybody mess and then sex the ball away and then everybody wets and then you have the additional target and you know then quantum is just if quantum backed off and attacked other people outside that dorm you're dealing with a whole different situation you know so it could have been really bad for blue it could have gotten bad quick and blue they whiffed on some of their targets i think their their strategy overall with the packer wasn't a bad one they've locked the team ball in place going into the public round but at the same time, the Quantum has accidentally locked the Team Ball for Team Blue in place. So we're in a position where both Team Balls are locked in by messes. And this is what messes are used for. You don't have as much damage that you can do via messes. And that's the trade-off. You have to be very precise. And then you have to attack those messes. So let's see if anybody really follows through on that strategy. The spy is active for blue. They know that the, the team ball or a ball is locked or wasn't passed. So that can mean anything as long as they know that, you know, that person wasn't wet. And they're going to find out who was wet when they do their checks. Because they're going to be very precise with their checks. They're going to be able to communicate. Rupert has access to the head spaces. But... You know, it's, it's it's this dorm strategy. If they miss tonight, they can't do that same thing because they could be really screwed. You know, when you're in diapers and then you have a massive hit on dorm check, it's not as bad as the first few days, for sure. When you run the risk of underwear leaking. And, you know, but like if your pull-ups leak, that's still just as bad. You know, it, it's fewer checks that they have to utilize to knock out more players. So... They can't do this again, you know. They just they can't manage it again. It's it's too much of a risk. Uh, you are looking at a few eliminations for the other team though, and that's going to be their saving grace at this point. Blue is commanding this game, but it's it's four red sort of missteps, and they're capitalizing. And that is part of the game, you know. You can't play a perfect game of bad ball. It is impossible, but. And, you know, you have to be able to capitalize on the other team's mistakes. And it's whoever can sort of manage the damage and manage the chaos the best sometimes wins. You know, it's it's puck luck in that regards, uh, to use a hockey term. So, Team Blue does sort of have a very... They have a little bit of luck on their side as well. And their luck has kind of put them off to a little bit of a better position. And whether Team Red does anything with that position, um, you know, if they if they are able to come back from this, is yet to be seen. I think Red's going to be going in with a pretty large deficit. I don't think that's going to be good for them. But stranger things have happened. You know, they have their quantum. They lost their White Knight. So what what can they do? You know. It's they're gonna be in a, a tough spot. 
the the quantum can neutralize one mess. So if they don't get rid of the packer or the spy or anything else that can sort of help them, then they're going to be in a tough spot. And, you know, the, the blue is positioned pretty well. They have Chars, who's not in diapers, they're spy. He's not in pull-ups, he's not in anything. He's just in regular underwear. So good on them. It's good for them. And this is kind of in spite of their dorming strategy. And sometimes a bold strategy pays off. Sometimes it's you see it and you just want to scream, why aren't the opposing team doing anything? You know, sometimes it's just a bad play and you can't really do much about the bad play. So with any luck, we will see what exactly Team Blue does to recover from this. Hopefully they have something up their sleeve. Hopefully they have... Um, I mean, they don't really need to recover from this, I guess. But hopefully they don't have a situation where uh, you're talking about... Uh, you're really talking necessarily about a, a misstep on their part costing them the game. You know? And there is a little bit of luck. You know, with the team balls locked in place, anything can happen, you know? They could look at Chars and they could see, oh, they were messy, let's let's focus on them. Because if they're messy, they could have a team ball, it's always worth a shot, you know? They don't know that only, like, I mean, that's, you have a bunch of guesswork there, but, you know, they don't know. And it's going to be tough to decide that. Blue has a more, at, more of an advantage there, but, you know, Blue's got to fix this storming strategy. Let's see how they get through this phase, get through this public phase, and see where they're at because you know good on them they've been lucky so far red's kind of you know whiffed and missed the ball and they've tried to put together strategy but you know it was too late for team red so blue got a little bit lucky and uh you know when i come back i'm gonna discuss the missteps of red and there's been quite a few you know i talked about communication last last episode and that communication is still an issue. So after these messages, we'll get into that. Ico Robotics, bringing you a future of Bab Slave. Ico Robotics, we are there for you. Ica Robotics. We take care of your bab slaves. Ica Robotics. Nanny technology for your home and for your lifestyle. Remember, when you seek the best robotic care for your bab slaves, just remember Ica Robotics. So, where do we start with Team Red? You know, we wonder where we start with Team Blue, but like, you know, with whether we start with Red or Blue, but Blue's kind of the easier one because their mistakes haven't really caught up with them. Um, Red's mistakes are really starting to catch up with them. And 
it's the communication. It all goes back to communication. With access to the team headspace, Zara hasn't really said much. You know, Zara is just kind of plodding along. And as a coach, yeah, sometimes it helps keeping your head low until day three. But now, you know, she's unaware of where the balls are. She's not checking for where the balls are. She can see if her teammates have a ball and then say, hey, I need this ball next round. Just pass it to me. She has access to that information. She knows that information. You know, she just has to find it. And she didn't know. She assumed somebody else had a ball, asked them. And then when that person who's in a sex space, they were having sex with Lope. So, you know, Zara was going to Melody to ask for a ball. Melody was having sex with Loke. Loke had the ball. Melody tells Zara that Loke has the ball. And instead of saying, hey, Loke, pass the ball to Zara. Or, hey, Zara, Loke has the ball. You have to talk to them immediately. They they don't do anything about it. They don't do anything to fix the situation. They just say, hey, what dorm are you going to check? So they, they aren't anywhere near the same page. And when you're talking about a team sport and a team game, you have to get on the same page and you have to get there quick. And, you know, for what it's worth, the dorm strategy did pay off for Rupert to a degree. Rupert is had sex, was able to have sex with so many players, they were able to have these massive orgies and get these unfettered access to communications, to like just uncensored, non-stop communication. And they got all on the same page. They made plans. They moved the balls. They moved them where they need to go, where they wanted to go. Rupert got the ball back and did the dorm check-in. Laid waste to Team Red. It, there's some collateral damage, but it was laying waste to another team. So Rupert was doing what he needed to do and using the position he put himself to advantage. And his the position that he took, it was risky. It was risky and Red should have taken advantage. Zara should have seen it. They should have, any player should have seen it and just been like, hey, look, you know, a dorm check could help get the team, get the ball back to your coach. You know, that's that's strategy. That's 101. Day one, you kind of want to use your dorm check. If you have, especially if you have large dorms like that. Day two, you want to use your dorm check, especially if you have large dorms like that. So instead it was pass forward, pass forward, pass forward. That was our strategy. She didn't use communication well to begin with. Now that she has unlimited access to communication with all of her players, they can't talk to each other. But, you know, that's that's the problem is like you have to be there to communicate with them. And she's not doing that. Now, when we talk about other missteps that Red has made, everything's kind of at a disadvantage when you use a certain roles. Like if you're playing Packer, you may take somebody else's status. You may be wet. So if you're trying to hold on to a ball and you take a wet, you have to pass that ball now. You can't hold on to that ball. You have to pass it to somebody, which is good because you want to be moving the ball. You don't want to be a ball hog. You don't want to hold on to it. As much as those strategies have worked for coaches in particular, you know, you want to keep moving the ball because especially in the late game, you don't want to be targeted. Um, so wedding can be advantageous unless you're a coach trying to hold the ball from like a previous round. But also if you mess, like that's, you know, if you absorb a mess, if somebody messes and you don't know because you're targeting somebody else in another dorm and you swap with them, 
and you lock your ball to you, if you're, say, like a, um, if you are, if you have a team ball, then yeah, you know, you could be in a, a bad spot, you know, and you see that a little bit with how the ball was used, I mean, not so much, like the, the Packer did a good job, they locked the ball to their quantum, their quantum did a good job of locking the ball to Team Blues, the, the Team Ball to Team Blues Spy. But the problem is now at this point, you know, Rupert mess. They're going after Rupert. They're going to find out quick that Rupert didn't mess. They're going to see that he wet. So now they're going to have to lock onto Chars, and they're going to have to check him. So they're going to have to really communicate on these checks, and Zara's going to have to come through on that to make maximum use of these checks. But the problem is the Quantum, who they targeted, flipped a couple people from wet to dry. And that's the risk you run. With the Packer, you run the risk of taking somebody else's mess upon you. With the... With... And that's, you know, you kind of have to assume that you're being hit unless you're hitting yourself. So you have to hit yourself and hope that you hit yourself or you have to, you know, hope that the person that you're hitting hasn't hit back or ha hasn't been hit. So, you know, you have, you run the risk of that collateral damage. And with the quantum, you run the risk of flipping people from wet to dry, eliminating all those statuses, eliminating a lot of targets, um, you know, and you could use that uh, for friendly fire, you know, like it's a good defensive position. They used it on the demon last round to, to their uh, wonderful effect. But, you know, that's that's also an issue. You have to be able to use the your quantum. Like, it's every, every one of those roles, you have a risk. Unless it's a targeted wedding, you run the risk of undoing what you hope to do. So, you know, that's everything has a, a, a plus side and a downside. And that's where this balance comes from. And that's where the strategy comes from. And the quantum in this effect, you know, this point was a little bit of a disadvantage. You know, the quantum has three targets. And the quantum can do great defense when they're on their own. When they're dealing with lower numbers of players. You know, or you are you're have a white knight who you can just flip dry. And you flip everybody else all the time, you know? So, you know, you do have those effects you have to worry about. You have a whole bunch of stuff like that. And that's where the quantum is kind of really important and where the quantum can do good things. Um, but in this case, when you're targeting enemies, that's kind of the problem, you know? The packer, it's, it's a two-way street. So it is kind of a two-way player. The Quantum is much more defensive in reality and really can, you know, it's, it's, it neutralizes the Packer. So you have to assume like if your, if your Quantum has the Packer, you want basically low numbers so that way that Packer's out of the picture, you know? Because if you have low numbers, that Packer has like a 50-50 chance of working. And that's, that's not good compared to what you want. So, 
you have to use other strategies when you're dealing with low teams. But I'm, I'm rambling on a little bit because that, that whole quantum thing is kind of where the double-edged sword. And, you know, you see your Packer wondering what the hell happened, you know, on Team Blue. You see your Quantum wondering what the hell happened when they look at themselves. And, you know, you see the coach wondering what the hell happened for Rupert, thinking like, oh, I was swapped, why am I wet? So, you know, you see different things and Blue's piecing together. They have all these pieces put together. They're doing... uh, I've talked a lot about what they've done wrong. I'm going to talk a little bit about what they did right. So... Um, Team Blue is doing a phenomenal job of kind of piecing everything together. They're piecing together all these possibilities and they're really deducing what the other players are on the other team. Now, this is something I didn't really think was even worthwhile, but, you know, because, like, they do damage and stuff like that. But if you know that the Quantum is active and that you swapped with the Quantum or you swapped with somebody who was wet, who wasn't supposed to be wet, the quantum is active, you figured that out, you know that the person that you swapped with is messy, now you know of somebody who might have a ball, and might have an important ball. And that whole aspect of things does really kind of make a big difference, you know, in the in the short, not, not so much the short game, but certainly the long game. You know, if you're piecing things together and you have a good plan, you can sort of change your game plan and attack something new. So Team Blue is doing a really good job with that. And that, again, goes back to their communication. They know who's wet, who's dry. Rupert's looking at everything. He probably has a spreadsheet going somewhere in his, in his lawyer mind. And, you know, that that is going to serve Rupert well coming into this bully phase. And that's where the true advantage lies. Team Red is is playing checkers right now. Rupert's trying to play chess. And his dorming strategy is abysmal. But the fact that he's figuring everything out, the fact that he's plotting and strategizing is giving him the clear advantage. And it's, it's weird to say because Red doesn't feel that far behind. We've had swingy games before. Red can still pull it off. Red can have a stroke of luck and have all their bully votes for Chars and win it on a bully vote. Just randomly. It can happen that way. I wish it didn't always... I wish it couldn't necessarily work that way, but that's the way it could work in this instance. So, you know, Team Blue does have a few advantages there in regards to strategy. They can focus more. They can target more and hope more but i mean you know we let's be honest you know red again like without that strategy going like blue just feels like they're in the lead you can feel more than what they maybe necessarily are you can feel that they are a step above the competition you know this is you know a miss this is looking more and more like a mismatch of epic proportions and it's taking them a long time it's not it's not becoming a slow burn they're they are probably going to go to door day five and day five 
maybe they just go for complete domination. Maybe they check everyone. Maybe they try to get everybody into diapers today and everybody in, you know, they can slave today, have four in diapers tomorrow and just target, 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 bab slave, bab slave the rest. So I don't know what they're going for, but man, Rupert is on another level right now on a lot of different ways. If he can just get the dorm strategy under control, he's going to be a force to reckon with in bad ball of today and bad ball to come. So there's that. Um, in any case, I'm Christopher the Mad Bab Wrinkle. Uh, reminding you whether or not your team is wet, messy, or stays clean. Keep cheering for them and keep your heart in it. And always remember, it's never over until they get you that bad ball. Christopher the Mad Bab Wrinkle, signing off.